morning. Welcome to the Old School, a podcast over the American education system. Uh, it's quirks, it's idiosyncrasies, it's picadillos, uh, possible problems, possible solutions. And so far as we know the solutions, good morning, Herr Dr. Bourgeois. Good morning, Herr Miller. Um, it feels like we haven't done the show in a couple of weeks because we haven't done the show in a couple of weeks. <laughs> it's uh, been a week and a half, so long, but yeah. Yeah, so. we we had one in the bag. We we yeah. sometimes have, have have one in the bag, so that, mm. that allowed us to not record last weekend. But how how are you? Are you doing all right, sir? I'm doing all right. But in the interim, since our last time that we were all together, I've done I did something at school I've not done perhaps in 15 years. Oh. Uh, it's a great uh, preamble to a story. It is a story uh, because a couple of weeks ago, I broke up a fight. It's been 15 years. It was got to be close to that. I mean, you know, lived a charmed life. Um, <laughs> I can't say I, I mean, my frequency was quite a bit more than that, you know, over the 25 years. Okay. Well, let's hear it. Well, well I mean, the problem was, is that I saw the fight from a distance. Yeah. And at first, I wasn't sure I was looking at a fight or just a couple of boys just horsing around, you know, sort of thing. Okay, it was boys. It, it was boys, yes. Okay. If it was girls, I would have ran the other direction. Oh, yeah, I know anything to do that. Running an AP or something. <laughs> you usually get scratched and hurt, and, and they, just... they don't get the signals, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, is I, I end up sprinting down this hallway, yeah. and I realized two things. One, it was an awfully damn long hallway to be running down. <laughs> And two, it's possible I'm too old for this crap. Yeah. And I get there and I grab the boy who, for some reason, reasons passing all understanding, was shirtless. And I grabbed him and kind of tossed him aside. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised the boy actually left his feet. And when I tossed him aside <laughs> and I got there about a, about a, about five seconds before the security uh, folks showed up. Oh, but um, and then they took over things from there. And I was I was able to have a few moments to catch my breath and reconsider my life's decisions. Right. But um, yeah. but it was something that was quite unusual. It's um, it's a. Um, um, you know, the old, the old statement, the old idea, the old axiom is that kids who don't want to fight, fight at school. Yeah. Because they know it's going to get broken up. It just took me a while to get down the damn hallway. <laughs> You're a little slow. It's like, when's he going to get here? <laughs> We've been doing this for five minutes. And so they're, yeah, so it was ridiculous. So, but uh, yes, well, yeah. harking back to a younger day when I had to do that with greater frequency. So that's right. Well, and you have a. Uh get a little adrenaline rush. Now there are levels of engagement and you, you, I shouldn't have to tell you this, but sure. normally there's a, a verbal warning before you throw somebody across the room. I was thinking there was no more ver and he, <laughs> he spotted me just as I came up on him. And so oh. he had, he had a couple of nanoseconds to, to internalize the fact that indeed the fight was over and that he was going to be the one tossed aside. Uh, the other boy was on the floor. And so he was not in much of a position to argue or to render any defense. So, okay. well, you, you did well. And I think that's the, the roadmap as you go after the, the person who's winning and, uh, <laughs> and typically, and, and, and typically they don't want to fight two people, you no. know, particularly somebody like you, uh, like I said, they don't want to fight one person, but because uh, <laughs> if you really wanted to fight, you find an alleyway somewhere outside of school and you, you hash it out like gentlemen, you know, oh. but uh, okay. <laughs> that's not what they're doing. Well, this, this is definitely not our topic for today is how to break up fights. Um, though we Although we could, we could come up with one. We could uh, come up with a, but that would be, 
Yeah. Low-hanging fruit, perhaps. I think so. It's beneath our, our dignity, <laughs> I, would, I would say. Um, well, very exciting here, Miller. Good, good start. Um, where do we have Con- contrast? Contrast yeah. that uh, feeling of combativeness and uh, anger. Uh, we come upon the holidays. <laughs> the holidays. Oh, that's a loaded word. Um, <laughs> it is a loaded word. Um, so, so where do we we go with that? I mean, the there's the build up to the holidays and the the lack of um, education happening. Um, everybody's squirrely and it's almost like the teachers are more squirrely than the students at some point. And they're like what Mark Harmon sitting in the gym, looking at the scoreboard, counting down to summer, wearing his Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about the holidays and it should be said, although for you, I don't know if it can be said, I don't have an innate issue with holidays in and of themselves. You are, you find the whole thing a rather exercise and bacchanalian delights. But uh, for me, I don't mind the notion of the holidays. It's the, the, the problem is, is that the holidays tend to have an inordinate impact on the supposed function of schools, which is to educate and do so in a rather dignified sort of manner. Um, I, I think if it was if it was just the last day of school before, fill in the blank holiday. I think it'd be fine. But the problem is that there's a ramp up and the ramp up affects every aspect of the education process leading up to it. You know, what does this ramp up? What's it look like, say for Thanksgiving, for example? Well, for Thanksgiving, it's a little different than it is for say Christmas because Thanksgiving, what's happening is that teachers are trying to, um, they're trying to put in everything that they can prior to the holiday with the understanding that kids are not going to study over Thanksgiving. And so you certainly don't want to hold anything over Thanksgiving because there's going to be an inevitable letdown as far as performance and ability to kind of stay on top of things. Now, Christmas, it's a nice break because it's the end of the semester and and it's a more clean cut as it were. Thanksgiving tends to be messier. And, you know, you're trying to cram all, you're trying to cram a lot of stuff in before the holiday, the kids are getting increasingly disconnected <laughs> with their, with their uh, modus operandi in the days leading up to Thanksgiving. Um, so it's a combination of both of those things, which make the job difficult. I wonder what was your take when faced with the growing ambivalence towards schoolwork in the days leading up to say Thanksgiving break? Well, unlike you, I, I actually put up a good fight on the <laughs> because I, I was adamant. I mean, let's face it: school districts now count minutes in the year. Yes, we, we have you know down to the minute, which is ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> um, but suddenly, taking a, a full week of instruction, essentially, because there's there's the you call it the ramp up. I call it putting on the brakes. You know, <laughs> and, and you can skid into the wall at the end. Mm. Um, but the, but there that happens not just once. You know, you mentioned the end of the year, it happens at Christmas, it happens before spring break, which is kind of a, a holiday in, in a way, but not a, doesn't have a name like Thanksgiving. Right. Um, not a proper it, holiday. Yeah. And I mean, you have Halloween, which has its own problems. Um, Lord knows there's problems. So, so think about the, the time that's lost and, and I don't, you know, who am I to say that, you know, our school time is that pre- precious. I know that there's 
so much inefficiency in, in schools, pardon my French, uh, <laughs> that, that, you know, losing a, a few days to relaxing is a, is a bad thing, honestly, but, but the occasion do, does get to me. And um, it, it's almost like you go through the same process every year. You do the same little activities, you know, it's um, November, you the kids put their hand with their thumb on the paper and <laughs> draw a little turkey. And, and then Not in high school, one would hope. But, well, uh, and then the trying to connect it to the, the subject. I mean, I could see Herr Miller donning his pilgrim attire. Have you done that? You know I have not done that. <laughs> and I can't believe you would lump me in so casually to the worst excesses of our of our profession and the professionals within said profession. Because you know probably more so than the vast majority, I do hold a line. Um, the last day is problematic. And the last day, I too seek my mantra in the morning. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but on the whole, you know, you, you do push forward and you can, the thing that you notice, whereas before there is at least a semblance of interest and buy-in on the part of the student, that all pretense is gone in the days leading up to you know, say Thanksgiving, you know, because, well, they're just not, they're not there mentally. They're on a beach somewhere where they drink that has an umbrella in it. Um, <laughs> Some place not at school surrounded by center blocks and silly posters. So, so there's, there's too much excitement. Um, it's like when I go to get the dog food for my dog, he's lost it. He's jumping, running around in circles and you know, he's lost all dignity. That's right. And and so maybe we're dealing with, with that from the, the teachers uh, and, the, and the students as well. Uh, it so, is funny to see because typically uh, there is some restraint when teachers leave on the course of any given day at the end of the day, even though many of their cars are pointed outwards. Oh, yeah. There's usually... <clears throat> They're usually not running towards the car. They may be walking fast, you know, but they 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 typically refrain from running. Well, uh, that's, but that's um, yes, but on the last day before Thanksgiving, it was a madcap sprint. It seemed. I mean, there were teachers that I have never seen leave on the dot. That on the dot, the door was already locked and the lights were off. I was like, how the hell did they do this? It just ended not two seconds ago. How is it that the door is locked and the lights are off already? So, wow. Well, and I never did that. I, I mean, I sound like a curmudgeon um, in, in almost every way here, but you know, you as, are <laughs> as a teacher, I would, I would hang around, I would prepare, I would do anything but leave. I just wanted it to to go away the whole idea of these days and you know and sitting in a room with you know high school kids you know i'm comfortable to an extent but it depends on the group you have sure and and so doing meaningful activities is a, is a part of classroom management you know keeping not just keeping them busy but keeping them engaged and moving forward but as soon as you sit in a room you know your stress never changes there's a certain level of energy to be in a room with with kids yeah. of any age. Uh, sure. and, and so I prefer it, you know, just for personal survival and hygiene to be moving forward with them. And so those, those little breaks, there's usually some, some part that it, it rubs me the wrong way. I'm sitting in a room with students and, you know, sometimes I, I would say, okay, wait a minute, this is stupid. We're getting back to work here. Mm. You know, so I, you know, I, I don't like the feel of it. 
And I don't like the decorations on the walls. I never did any of that. And I, I mean, I talk about a Grinch, you know, at Christmas, you know, we, and, and I taught German. So are you going to talk about the, the Weihnachtsmann and, and tell stories about <laughs> Nikolaus and all that? No, I never really did. So they don't know that part of history of Germany, right. uh, those, those traditions, because I, I was under protest <laughs> teaching and, and the, the students could not believe it. They say, are we going to exchange gifts? Uh, no. Uh, how about a, a party? Do we have a party? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the bad thing, and you and I taught at schools where this is you know, sometimes those were imposed. You know, you're going to have a yes. have a party and bring food and good cheer. Um, so I, I didn't like it. I was I was you know as grumpy as probably anyone in the building at that point. Well, because what is what it's doing is it's taking you out of your rhythm. It's taking you out of your discipline. It's taking you out of your function as a teacher and creating something that doesn't mean nearly as much as what you were previously doing. Um, you know, what it does is it kind of, and I don't want to overplay this because I, unlike you don't have quite the same vitriol against, <laughs> against, uh, against the holidays. But the, I think the thing that bugs me the most is the change in mindset and the expectations that tend to go with decorations, announcements over the speaker that kind of lends to it, you know, just everything that kind of is associated with it. I understand the need to observe it. I understand the, the need to recognize it, but I think there's also value in trying to resist a little bit against the notion of just surrendering completely to the frivolousness, you know, that's, that the kids desperately want, you know? Well, I'm sure lots of teachers, not, not including myself, I never did this, uh, you know, show it a holiday film for the only reason that it's a holiday film, you know, it has right. nothing to do with anything, uh, <laughs> but that's out there. And it just, you know, I, I thought that um, you at least had to make, you know, pretend to connect something to what you're doing, you know, draw something. And, uh, right. but, but it, it's hard because you, you expressed it. The, the students, have tuned out and so you're deciding do you want to fight on your hands do you want to push forward I, I i often did and and it was exhausting so so i kind of resented the whole thing but i for because me you're doing a lot of the heavy lifting on your own because typically in a, in a typical class right there's a give and take there's there, there's more of a buy-in the kids understand that their function at that particular moment is to be in that class learning that subject and so therefore they have a role to play in that please see the previous two episodes uh, dealing with the notion of conversation in the classroom and yeah. the efficacy therein. But, you know, at this point, you are doing most of the talking. You keep pressing for the conversation. You keep pressing for discussion, but increasingly you're getting none of it. And if you get any of it at all, it typically is kind of a blithe comment or kind of just a throwaway line that the kids do to kind of, lets you know that they're still at least listening they're still there they heard they heard an uptick in the tone of the of the dialogue and, oh there's a question you know and then you know sit about and try to create something but you know you're doing most of the work leading into it well i'm kind of generalizing you're in the classroom right now so you can talk about what you did yesterday you know mm. you know but i'm kind of combining 25 years into some mood and approach to to doing things but i will say that as i matured you know, particularly in my last years of teaching I, I realized there are times when you you need to just 
um, relax into it. And so give them some written work with very little um, demanding of the students and play some appropriate music that I like and, <laughs> and they might like, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I, I had a realistic approach towards the end, but I, I did have my share of just pushing forward and the shocked looks, mm-hmm. you know, turn to page 65 yeah. and I start <laughs> writing grammar on the board and doing things. And they, they literally say, wait a minute, we're doing things. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> Christmas. What, what's happening here? They, they were stunned, you know? And, and so, but then they grew to expect it. I think I did develop a reputation and particularly the lack of a Christmas tree or decorations, um, it, it took them a while. They went through some stages of grief and they, <laughs> they grew to accept it in time. I think that's one of the areas that I probably fight the most is the notion of just capitulating to the, the trappings of yeah, as the various holidays approach. And so like you, uh, there's not to be found anything speaking of Christmas or Thanksgiving, or, you know, um, it's, it's no reason to do it. I mean, there's, there's plenty of avenues which a kid can enjoy, you know, the various trappings of uh, those holidays, but it won't be in my classroom. Definitely. And, you know, there, there's something, I mean, I, I don't want to have a religious conversation here, but, but I, I, it did, it was in the back of my mind, you know, we're celebrating a Christian holiday in a public <laughs> school yes. you know, overtly um be careful and and so again i know how many teachers are thinking about that very few you know but yeah. it was it was in the back of my mind i didn't i didn't like the idea of that but i take my own baggage to holidays i don't like any of them you know i, I mean i'm not a total grump as a parent but i'm <laughs> you know, if we could abolish most of them i, I would or for, forget about them uh, i will say i like thanksgiving um, it's because there's food. Yeah, yeah. There's food and your <laughs> football. family, football, absolutely. Um, but the others combined aren't, aren't as, as interesting as that. I, 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 I mean, there are some nice traditions we have at Christmas, so I, I kind of take that back. I'm being a little bit funny, but not, <laughs> not truthful. Um, but spilling into the, the classroom, I'm, I'm not for it. I would you know, be a terrible principal if I made an edict you know, that we're not doing any holidays and, but I can see myself on your hands. Yeah. But I could see myself doing that. And so I normally you're much more extreme in every sense than I am, you know, on this show and in general, (laughs) but I I think I outflank you on this issue. On this issue. Yes, you do. You do. uh, You do outdo me a bit, but you know, again, my issue has not so much with the holidays, but just the idea of the kind of the expectation of a shift of a mindset that takes us away from our primary focus towards something that doesn't have as much meaning to it, you know? So, you know, the end of the semester, I mean, there's a, you know, with Christmas, there's a couple of extra things that come together to bring about a kind of a perfect storm, not just Christmas, but not just two and a half, two, two and a half weeks off, but then also the closing out of the semester, the closing out of grades, the the finishing up of the, the kind of the main gist of requirements for a particular class and more towards uh, beginning the transition to the next semester, you know? And so, um, and again, all this stuff, it, it, you know, the end of the school year is a kind of an overemphasizing of things that we have questions about anyway, with regards to assessment, but then you add into it the frivolousness of the holidays and, 
Christian or otherwise, you know, all these things do have an impact. And when, when you consider, and you can listen back to some of the other episodes where we talk about where the infringements on the classroom happen and how often it happens. And so when you consider all those other things, the holidays just become an additional infringement, yet another kind of taking away of time. Um, And again, you know, it's important to, to reiterate that I don't think that my time in my classroom is so life affirming and life changing that we need to treasure and protect and hold every aspect of it. Not not at all. (laughs) (laughs) On the contrary. (laughs) But um, I I just, I think there should be some, I I don't know how to say it. I think there should be some effort to try to preserve as much class, much of the class time as possible. Well, there, there's a lot of, peer pressure happening among the, the faculty if, if they could just send a note around that you know that mr miller would prefer not to have any fun in his class something like that <laughs> bear with him and humor him um, the, we're, we're talking about high school and that's typical that's our lens but i i know that there, there's something in the elementary school that, that might even be more heightened you know the the week before a holiday particularly the last days you know i'm an educational consultant i visit schools and it's part of what i do part of my business and typically during that week before christmas uh, before any type of a break uh, they're not interested you know in scheduling anything because they say you're not going to see school here yes. you know, you're going to see something <laughs> else um but but not not school and so i, I think that it's more pervasive at that level you, you would think wouldn't you there is a ray of light, a ray of hope, however. Oh, because I was talking to my daughter, uh, the the little child that that lives in our house. You shouldn't do that. And, while I'm drinking coffee. I almost <laughs> lost it. <laughs> and so I asked her about when I picked her when we picture uh, when I picked her up yesterday. I asked her. I said, "How was your day?" And she said, "She goes, we played, and we talked about Thanksgiving. You know, just all the typical things that you yeah. might imagine." I said, and I asked her, I said, what about, uh, what about your, your one teacher? What did y'all do? She goes, we worked. I said, really, what'd you do? She goes, well, we were spelling words and then we were writing stories. And, and so I was like, huh, you know, I, I was surprised. I assumed that whatever exists in the high school level on these rather festive occasions is magnified considerably at the elementary level, but at least with the one teacher, she she held the line a little bit on the last day of school. So there is perhaps hope, perhaps a reason to be optimistic. Well, I, I never expected to hear that. Uh, we, <laughs> we should we should follow up on that. I know this is a person with a name that you could find out. We don't need to reveal here sure. live, but um, <laughs> I, I suggest that we reach out to her, you know, you as a a parent and say, I appreciate that your, your diligence. And strangely enough, I support you on this. Um, (laughs) We have a modest podcast and occasionally we bring on guests. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'd like to talk to her. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, you don't know her, but maybe it's a, it's a sign. Maybe that we have a, you know, a a kindred spirit out there. One (laughs) at least. (laughs) And she's got a much harder job trying to toe the line. I don't know. Although I don't know, maybe the kids at that age don't uh, haven't been ingrained in the tradition enough to expect just a blow off day. Uh, but there is something quite admirable that she was doing work yesterday. 
Yeah, I, I think the the younger kids scare easier, and they they fall in line. The high school kids are are going to revolt. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not fun to be the a minority of one on an issue. Yes, you know, and and the <laughs> other teachers just shake their head. They did yes. with me. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> you know you, or, I mean, even, or maybe is maybe the situation at least in that school is better than we uh, feared. Maybe so. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe there, there's more enlightenment out there. Uh, I'm not used to people agreeing with us. That's why I'm a little stunned. I'm trying to process it right now. Well, maybe uh, as we round this thing out, maybe that's something we can consider for uh, the future to see if, and of course, God bless it. We've been, we've been talking about having elementary school teachers on this, it's kind of a on this stand, podcast. It's a standing joke now. I mean, you practically announced it once. I just practically <laughs> announced it once only to be crushed uh, in our efforts to do this. So well, maybe let's just, let's just put a, a lot of qualifiers to the notion of an elementary teacher talking about this. It's never going to happen. Uh, we wouldn't well, know what to say because you know we'll, we'll just look stupid as we're so disengaged from from that world we would have we we would have to just let them take the floor and say you know tell us speak to us enlighten yeah, us i like that tell us what what's really happening and your theorizing probably yes. doesn't apply we, we need that occasion we get that from our wives and like you know all, all the time <laughs> so maybe we need to hear that from a, a teacher we do Maybe, yeah, maybe this will be good for us. Maybe we will grow and change and become better. <laughs> As he laughs. <laughs> You're the one laughing. I'm not laughing. <laughs> All right. Well, um, heading off into uh, into um, uh, holiday delights and food and festivities, uh, I shall bid you adieu, Herr Dr. Bourgeois. And auf Wiederhören, auf Wiedersehen, Herr Miller. Mm-hmm.